Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 209 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you again for joining us as we conclude this week's study of this Come Follow Me week. <laughs> We're covering Doctrine and Covenants Section 81 uh, to 83 uh, and we are in the week of July the 19th to July the 25th. Um, we are concluding with section 85, looking at the historical context behind it and the few verses that we want to pick out from there as well. So let's dive straight in. Um, this was given on 30th of April, 1832. So a few days after the revelation given in Doctrine and Covenants section 82. Uh, and it is a very interesting um, section, specifically uh, applicable to the day that it was given in 1832. But of course, I think we, again, as always, learn some principles from this. Uh, just to read a bit from the Joseph Smith Papers analysis uh, about this. It says, quote, um, in Independence, Jackson County, Missouri, it dictated a revelation clarifying the rights of women and children who had lost their husbands or fathers. Although there were civil laws outlining specific property rights for women upon the death of their husbands, it was not clear what would happen if a husband had consecrated property to the church. The 30th of April revelation helped clarify the church's position in such instances, close quote. I find this particularly interesting because it's the type of revelation or policy that you would not find out of place in today's church handbook of instructions. You know, this is a very specific church related matter about things that were consecrated to the church. So what would happen if the husband had things that he had consecrated to the church, but then he dies and it's in possession of the church currently? Where would it go? And this has obviously been prompted because of some laws which were not very fair for widows. Um, it says in the Come, Follow Me in, um, study manual, uh, quote, One community the Prophet Joseph visited included widows who were raising their children alone. Among them were Phoebe Peck and Anna Rogers, whom the Prophet knew personally. In Missouri in the, in the 1830s, state laws gave widows limited rights to their deceased husband's property. Close quote. Now, listening to some other podcasts and discussions and study, um, I'm not 100% sure how, what percentage these widows had uh, a claim of on their, hus on their deceased husband's property. But some were stating it was below 50%. Um, and when you think about the fact that, you know, when they are married, it is their family's um, possessions. That's um, pretty um, disappointing, really. Now, obviously, this is a very different time, uh, you know, in history, people do things differently there. And so we shouldn't judge the, the, the laws of the state at that time. You know, there were many other things at the time which needed to change, such as um, slave slavery rights and, and things like that. Um, but this is also some, uh, an example of something which was not perhaps where it needed to be at this time. Well, the Lord uh, gives his view on what the property of the church or the, the specific things that have been given to the church, what should happen to those things uh, when they return or, or when the husband or father returns back to him. Um, it says here uh, further in the, in the Joseph Smith Revelation, Joseph Smith Papers analysis, quote, for example, according to Missouri statutes, a woman had no claim on her personal property when she married, giving up that right to her husband. If her husband died, a woman had a dower right or a right to a third part of her husband's real estate. She was also entitled absolutely to a share in her husband's other personal estate that was equal to the share of a child of such deceased husband after the payment of debts. 
The doctrine of consecration as established in the laws of the Church of Christ and subsequent revelations did not address what claims a widow had on a property that her husband had consecrated to the church or what would happen to it, her two children who lost their fathers, close quote. So actually there it is. Uh, I thought I'd heard, you know, the 30-odd or 33% uh, figure somewhere, uh, and there it is. So basically, in Missouri, a woman only had a right to a third of her husband's um, estate when he died. And actually, it's, it's a bit uh, interesting as well that all of her possessions became her husband's as well. So we're not just talking about a 33% um, right to her husband's possessions. We're talking about a 33% to her original possessions as well when she first married him, uh, which is uh, interesting. And also that the children, if there was children involved, would have an equal right to the shares that the, the wife would have as well. So the wife, in essence, was like a child uh, in or received what the children did in this um this kind of dis distribution of these estates and these possessions. And as it says, there wasn't any specific claim or st specific statement from the Lord or the church as to what would happen to these things. And so Joseph Smith, after having visited friends in uh, Missouri, um, had had the experience shared to him of Phoebe Peck and Anna Rogers. Uh, and so he felt inspired and um, prompted to seek that revelation. And that, again, is interesting because it's, again, how many of these revelations are given an answer to a specific question or a situation which they need a, a, a resolution on. Uh, and so if we go to the actual uh, section, section 83, uh, as it says here in verses 2 or three, two and 3, sorry, it tells us uh, about what the Lord's decision on this is. It says, women have claim on their husbands for their maintenance until their husbands are taken. And if they are not found if they are not found transgressors, they shall have full fellowship in the church. And if they are not faithful, they shall not have fellowship in the church. Yet they may remain on, on their, their inheritances according to the laws of the land. All children have claim upon their parents for their maintenance until they are of age. And after that, they have claim upon the church, or in other words, upon the Lord's storehouse, if their parents have not wherewith to give them inheritances. So this is... Um, the, 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 the verdict from the Lord that basically women who have claim on their husbands for their maintenance, when a husband dies, uh, if the woman is um, not a transgressor, then they stay in full fellowship of the church. And that continues in that process. They have they, they are basically continuing to live the law of consecration. If um, they do not have or if they are not faithful, they won't have full fellowship in the church, but their possessions, their inheritances will remain theirs. So in other words, all of that, all that have been consecrated will be returned back to that widow. Uh, and children, uh, if they are of age of children, they continue to live under their parents' support. And if they are older than a child, then they, they are eligible to be able to claim from the Lord's storehouse. Um, I think that this is obviously, well, this is what the Lord expects. And in verse 6, it says, it kind of summarises this principle. And the storehouse should be kept by the consecrations of the church and widows and orphans shall be provided for as also the poor. Um, you know, I think that there, there is it plain and simple that, you know, whilst these things may have been consecrated to the Lord's storehouse, if tragedy happens to a family and, you know, they are not able to support themselves, obviously the church is able to support with the storehouse. But if they feel that they do not want to be part of the church anymore and they want to move themselves away from that, then that inheritance, those possessions go right back to them. 
Uh, and I think that that was um, an inspired um, revelation from the Lord to give to the prophet Joseph. And he was inspired to ask that question. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please continue to follow the podcast um, on Facebook, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. It'd be great to hear your comments on what we've studied uh, so that I can share them uh, on Monday's episode. Um, and also you can email ldsstudysession at, at gmail.com if you have any feedback or thoughts about what you've studied for any future episodes. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.